On today's first round KO, we talk about Bryce Harper finally signing with the Philadelphia Phillies. We talk about Jason Witten coming out of retirement. We talk about Pau Gasol going to the Milwaukee Bucks. And we talk a little bit about Kyler Murray possibly going number one in the draft. Let's get it. One day to call my mama to remind her we ain't bro. I'm on the move with it. They all watching like what he do with it. It's a night I'm on the move with it. They all watching like what he do with it. Look at him go, look at him go. Welcome to the most must here WSUW Sports Podcast in history. Welcome to First Shout KO. Take two, am I right? <laughs> I feel like I do that every time. I hit record, but I don't hit play. It's I fun. like I like how it was just completely I like how you started saying Welcome to the most uh, da, 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 hit play. Like you went from like starting to complete inaudible and then you're like crap. <laughs> I am KO, a.k.a. Howard J. Diggers, and I'm joined, as always, by Mr. Connor J.D. Moore. This week has been a week. (laughs) It has. It has been a week. I mean, I'll take this week over than the last three weeks I've had. That's very fair. But, man, this has been a week. (laughs) This has really been a... What a time to be alive. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I got my hair cut. You did. How's the air feel? It feels interesting. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you feel a little feel, bit more aerodynamic I, yeah join the club <laughs> it it just feels weird because i'm walking around the house no headband no hat or anything and there's not hair in my face <laughs> hey man i got it feels nice anyone who has me on snapchat knows i had the one last video of head banging kyle <laughs> it was a great video after, i watched it this morning Did I, you? Uh, I was very happy with that <laughs> It was amazing. I was very, was very head banging to a to a WWE song. It was really fun. Oh but goodness. we said that we were going to record after Bryce Harper signed, and well. he signed yesterday, and we're recording today. Well. <laughs> oh well. <laughs> I mean, we didn't say when after Bryce Harper signed. I mean, you're right, and I'm actually really glad we waited until right now to record because a lot of stuff has happened because since. something happened literally 10 minutes before i picked you up yep. five minutes before i picked you up honestly i was sitting over here i was sitting around like just uh turning off my xbox and i get that alert i'm like oh right boy i was debating if i wanted to like snap you or like text you about it or just <laughs> wait till you picked me up and then like you cross that one off really quickly <laughs> two minutes after i yeah. thought about it uh, we'll get to that. That's going to be our final topic. That's be, that'd be Pau Gasol and all that stuff. But, uh, first we're going to talk about Bryce Harper because he finally signed yeah. to the team that I said he would sign with yeah. back in October, Philadelphia Phillies signed Bryce Harper, the 2015 national league MVP to a 13 year $330 million contract. No opt-out clauses. Mm-hmm. A no-trade clause, mm-hmm. which he potentially could waive eventually. Mm-hmm. And he got a $20 million signing bonus. So, in other words, in the wise words of Squints. Squints? 
Squints. Squints. From the Sandlot. He is stuck <laughs> in Philadelphia. Forever. For real. It's ridiculous. 13 years. I could get past the 13 years part. I just can't get past the fact that there's not an opt-out clause. That's not a, and a no-trade clause. But apparently the rumor, or the rumor, yeah. The thing that as to why he did it was because he wanted to go someplace and build a team and help build a team around him, paging Rick. So one source on. told Ken Rosenthal that there weren't, or there aren't any opt-outs because Harper didn't, didn't want, him. want one. Paging Rick, you know what? I'm not even. I'm trying to. I'm trying to have a decent end to the week. Let me not focus on that. But for Philly, for Philly, this is great. What an off season. Yeah. Like, let me see if I have that tweet that detailed their entire, just. I mean, I know they got Gene Segura, Andrew McCutcheon, and now Bryce Harper. Like, and JT Romildo. Mm-hmm. Like, just that in itself is incredible. Like, they, they got Jake Arrieta last offseason. Yep. Yeah. Like, clear-cut winners of the of the, of the uh, offseason. Clear-cut winners. This I don't know why people aren't higher on this team. Like, I am now. Like they have one of the, they have a one of the better young second basemen in Cesar Hernandez. They have uh oh, I can't think of their third baseman name. It's not Reese, right? No. Oduble? Oh wait, he plays first, doesn't he? Yeah. Is it Odubel? Haskins. Is it the Cabrera um, kid? Cabrera's out in outfield. Okay. Odubel Cabrera. I remember him now. Yep. Me and kids were talking about this this morning. Like this Phillies roster is incredible. Where's that tweet? They're gonna be such a good team. I. I like I said on Hawk Talk when we were doing our MLB predictions, and we'll get to our actual predictions at some point here before opening day. I I really think that the Philadelphia Phillies are the favorite to win this division now. Like they're, I I in my eyes, they are better than Atlanta. Atlanta's got that young talent, which the young talent proved themselves last year. But we'll see if they can stay consistent. But I think the this Philadelphia team has enough proven talent now where they can they can make some real noise all season you find in the tweet yeah i've, I've elected just i can't, okay. I can't find it but the, the basically what the they just outlined all the moves they made and you know what yeah i i will admit i am very high on that atlanta young core and everything mm-hmm. but just this phillies team is not one i would want to play it's not that the Mike East. Franco. Uh huh. There it is. He's good. I like. Mm-hmm. And I like they have him. Nolan Aaron, or no, or Aaron Nola, who's really good. S- Scott could, Kingery. Could win a Cy Young. Scott Kingery, shortstop. Nick Williams. We forget about Nick Williams. Mm-hmm. Cesar Hernandez. Like I said, they got David Robinson. Put it this way, I now think wholeheartedly. And this was a title that I once thought belonged to the NL that was going to go to the NL Central. I am now changing my opinion. The NL East is officially the best division in the National League and is a contender. It, I think it's the best division in the National. A- it there's so many you have oh, you have three and a half teams that can compete that realistically all on paper have a logistic shot now. They just edge out the Central in my mind. I think the Central have three World Series contenders this season. <laughs> this season? I, As far as just, I mean, take out the World Series, I just think as far as entertainment factor, I mean, Washington has all that pitching. Yeah. Atlanta's a young team that's only going to get better. 
and Philly is on the rise. And if the we could make the argument for the Reds though, Reds made a lot of improvements this I year. I don't count the Reds. I think it's I think that's it's a weird rebuild. Yet it's I don't I wouldn't even call it. They're more so retooling than rebuilding, but I don't see how that's gonna work. It'll be interesting. There'll be a there'll be a fun there'll be a fun bad baseball team in my Fair. opinion. They're gonna I, be a fun bad baseball team. I will disagree with that. I think the Central has it. I think they're a clear cut best division, in my opinion. But it's gonna be interesting though. This doesn't mean Phillies good, Braves good, Washington good, Mets I think are better. I think are better than Cincy. Uh, on paper, if they can get it, if they can get it together. Can at least come make it interesting. Miami, who cares? Um, but <laughs> Fair. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's 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 gonna be fun. The NL East is gonna be fun. I I I think they're a great team right now. I I really do. And you know, Kiz kind of put it. Uh, <laughs> Kiz put it in the best <laughs> words this morning. He said the Philadelphia Phillies are. There's only one of two things that are. There's only two things that could happen with this team. One, they're going to win the World Series. Two, they're going to flop. <laughs> <laughs> There's no in-between. No, I I think, you know, personally, again, a little bit of uh, prediction preview here. I think the Brewers and the Phillies are going to meet in the NLCS. We'll see. Like, I think the Cardinals are going to be up there. But I think the Phillies now put themselves up there with one of the best teams in the National League. You know, I think, they, I think they'll be able to compete with the Dodgers, with the Cardinals, with – everyone i think this bryce harper deal puts power in that lineup more power in the lineup of a lineup that's already really good and a all-star outfielder too with Mm -hmm. the glove yeah and for 13 years i think that's great that you know harper could have signed that four-year 45 million a year deal uh with the dodgers and go try to win a world series and then tried to sign with another team in -hmm. four years but he's actually committed to wanting to build a team and build a, a dynasty around this Philadelphia uh, team. So, and I think they already have good pieces. They mm-hmm. already have really good pieces in Romuto and Harper and Segura and Hoskins. I think it's great. I, I'm really high in this team. Uh, me and you, we already talked. We're getting me, you and kids, we're getting jerseys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's going to happen. It, it, I think it's great. Now the 13 years with the no opt out, I mean, it's bold. It's really it's bold. Very bold. Like, and especially for him to say, "I don't want an opt out at all." Like that, it shows his faith and his dedication to wanting to build that team. I don't know. It's very risky on the part of the team. I would have put a team option <laughs> if I was Philadelphia, because now you're literally stuck with this contract for 13 years, basically. Like, long-term contracts don't work out very often. Look at the Mets. <laughs> Four years after Harper is done co- with this contract, they'll still be paying Bobby Benito. <laughs> mm-hmm. I thought that stat was incredible. Uh, but, I mean, th- this is kind of what we expected, a bigger contract than what Manny got. I think that's what we expected. That's what we expected. Whoever signed second was going to get a bigger contract. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it. The my other thing is how how dedicated actually is Bryce like with this Philadelphia team because he and 
he he went and like he listened to other offers. He waited this long to to listen to it. Like if he was that eager and that dedicated to this team, I feel like he would have signed earlier. Like, I feel like there might be yes and no. I I think he might have also used it as leverage. Like he went oh, and talked no. to San Fran to get more money. Wouldn't you? Yeah. Especially after Machado signed, I would talk to everyone who That's I would talk true. to every team that was supposedly in the Machado sweepstakes. Sweepstakes. Go talk to them too. I talk to everyone who can afford to pay me and get that leverage. Because at that point, yeah, I mean, if you saw the money that Machado got, I'm sitting there like, you know what? Teams are going to overreact and try to sign me right now. They're going to throw the book at me. I'm going to make, I'm going to sweat them out. And I do think that there was definitely a whole lot of mutual interest early on, uh, early on in the offseason between these two. I mean, we, I mean, we all knew that. You called it right at the, right from the jump. I don't, but at the same time, I don't. I think it's smart to just wait and just ev- evaluate all options. Yeah. I don't. I mean, why jump at the very first team that gives it to you? Well, yeah. Because I mean, I guarantee you, the offer that he got now would have been wouldn't even come close to the offer and everything that he would have gotten if he jumped at the beginning of the off season. So I think he was, I think he was serious about the Phillies. I think he always had that offer in the back of my mind. I definitely think that there was just like, hey, like my people will get in touch with your people. But at the same time, go around, talk to other teams. And if you and if he did get a better offer from other teams, I'd be like, yo, <laughs> just saying. L.A. or Chicago right. or San Fran or New York came calling. You know, I, I like your offer, but, I mean, something's got to give if you really want me to play at the Citizens Bank. And the Phillies did it. So they both teams played the long game, and it worked. Mm-hmm. And played the long game. Now, apparently, the Nationals offered him a large contract, and their offer would have deferred over $100 million to Harper and paid him until he was 60 years old, a la Bobby Bonillo. <laughs> mm-hmm. Holy shit. 13 minutes. <laughs> First swear. Uh, like... I I was thinking about this. Like, would I take something like that? Like, disregard wait, so, disregard the wait, Bryce so Harper. Wait, so was he essentially just getting two hundred mil for the for the actual like contract contract? But then the other one hundred mil will be deferred. I guess. I I don't know if I would take that. I mean, you're still getting all the money. Yeah, but and like, if you get injured, they still get, they still gotta pay him even exactly. if he does get injured. It, well, that I with know, the contract like, as it, as it stands. I'm just saying, like, if you have a career-ending injury. They still got to pay him. I know, but if it's like a shit, then right. you have money until you're 60 at least. <laughs> I mean, I would assume Harper's getting Har- paid. Right, I would assume Harper's a smart guy to well, the point yeah, where he's not going to go bankrupt before 60. I mean, it's an interesting idea, you know. I I don't know what Washington was thinking because I don't think that's a smart no business because he would have gotten I think he would have gotten less money per game per uh per year and everything like that yeah. considering that there was a hundred mil that was going to be deferred for what forty years essentially because he's twenty or just under forty years because he's twenty six yeah so I think I think that's a dumb offer and I think it was a smart decision by Bryce to turn that down I well yeah just, I mean. I would if just I'm, be like, give me the fucking money now. If I'm Bryce, I just don't want to go back to Washington either way, you know. I so. think with the additions they got, I would have been in, it, I would have been more. He wanted out. To, there I was think. something wrong with him and that team. He wanted out. He mm-hmm. wanted a new start. And he's getting it. He's I, getting a great new start. I think this is going to be great for 
Philadelphia. You know, Philly and Washington play each other like almost right away in the in the regular Ooh. season. I think love within it. I think within the first two weeks. I love uh, it. I think Philly goes to Washington, and then a week after that, Washington goes to Philly. And I saw love some it. of that said that Max Scherzer's first two starts of the regular season could very well come against Bryce Harper. Oh, I want to see this so bad. I'm excited. Uh, and apparently Bryce Harper is already becoming a a spokesperson for Philadelphia as he's trying to recruit Le'Veon Bell to come to Philadelphia, obviously to play football for the Eagles. But I thought that was interesting. And apparently – from a Philly standpoint, there is still money left in the tank for them to go after the big fish. <laughs> you would say there? that. <laughs> eh. Yeah. Eh. Apparently eh. <laughs> apparently the the Phillies are already eyeing up Mike Trout for next offseason. I love this. If they get Mike Trout next year. I might fully convert to a Phillies. <laughs> Just can you kidding. imagine you get? I would never. I would never Im- turn away. I wonder how people who are you know because you know how you're either Team Trout or Team Harper. Mm-hmm. It, or I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm Team Trout, but I've learned to I've learned to get rid of my anti Harper stance. Like like I was so adamantly on for years. Yeah. But can you imagine if those two if those two like quote unquote fan bases have to unite? Like and like. Team Trout fans have to get along with Team Harper fans. I would kind of love it. Be a better love story than Twilight. I mean, there's already that art. <laughs> there's already that argument happening in my house. Zach is a Bryce fan, and I'm a Trout fan. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I, I don't. It's hard. I I don't think there's any argument. I think Trout is easily the best player. no he is the best player but can you, you imagine know. those two people like those two guys on the same team i'm i've been saying chris bryant i think chris bryant's gonna be the one to go over there you next so? offseason i could see mike trout being the other one i think mike trout's gonna demand not demand but he's going to attract a lot of money he's gonna attract a big contract next mike year. trout if it is financially a if teams are financially able to should be close to the first five hundred million dollar man in baseball. He'll be he'll be up there in the four hundreds, like for he real. He should be worth half a billion dollars. Yeah, or close to. Yeah, uh, I completely agree. Um, but back to Le'Veon, uh, Bryce Harper sent uh, Le'Veon in uh, or a message on Instagram, and he said, "Hey, come join. Let's take this city by storm. Bring as many titles as we can to the greatest city in the world, brotherly love." Hashtag. Secure the bag. <laughs> don't, don't don't you do this to me. Don't you try to turn me team Harper now. Don't don't turn me into a heart. Don't turn me into a hashtag Harper homie now because hey, he used my favorite phrase. Secure the bag. Man. Don't 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 turn me into a Harper homie. Harper Harper secured the bag. I know Harper now secured he, the bag. And now he wants Le'Veon to secure the bag. Oh my goodness. Just saying, you should be happy right now. <laughs> Why do I have to be happy? <laughs> That's your saying. I know. It's all you. I know. <laughs> I don't like that it's being used against me. <laughs> I love it. All right. Oh, my goodness. Next story we're going to talk about. Jason Witten is coming out of retirement from commentating for Monday Night Football Good with riddance. ESPN. And he is signing a one-year contract to return 
to his only longtime team, the Dallas Cowboys. This was very interesting to me. This proves in my mind how terrible that position and 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 terrible how terrible ESPN is as a whole as a company right now. Mm-hmm. Like they feel like they're falling apart. They're losing now. They're losing that. They're first of all, Monday Night Football was a disaster this year with the freaking what yeah. the booger mobile or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. That was a disaster. Yep. People didn't like him. And now they they didn't like either of the announcers. Jason Witten was not particularly great. And I I I just think this this just further illustrates what's going on right now with with ESPN. Um but did you see and I will pull them up as I God get out of here. I will pull them up as I talk about this, but have you seen the current odds to replace Jason Witten? I saw Peyton's leading. Peyton Manning at a plus 200 is leading. Lewis Riddick is at plus 300. Then Greg Olson at 350. Kurt Warner at 350 also. Okay. Matt Hasselbeck up to 900. Yeah. Randy Moss, 14. Boomer Esiason at 18. Steve Young at 18. Tim Tebow at 33. Yes. My personal favorite and one that I might actually put money on. Mr. Patrick McAfee at 5,000. And John Madden is at plus 10,000. And the gif of the John gif, Madden. Okay, I don't mean to be rude. The gif is on the gif that's on there is Pat Madden. going, ugh. <laughs> I don't mean to be rude, but uh, I forgot John Madden was alive. Really? <laughs> It'll be a big deal when he passes. But. I thought that – I want Pat McAfee to be the new ESP. I will watch Monday Night Football every week if Pat McAfee is the commentator. Sorry, Monday Night Raw. Yeah. You know what? I'll I'll get a second TV. <laughs> I'll put ESPN up, and I'll put the sound on that, and I'll mute Michael Cole. <laughs> <laughs> oh my and I'll just listen to Pat commentating on football while I watch wrestling. That's amazing. That's the perfect way to do it. I love it. But I think this is interesting, too, for the Cowboys. I don't know how – like, how good is Jason Witten going to be next year? Like, we already saw two years ago when he played, he was slowing down. Like, he, he was, was still playing. He was still – he was very much reliable. He was all reliable. He was the – That's true. Textbook definition of all reliable, but, like, but he he played within himself, and I don't know how much physically is left in the tank. Like, how can he – well, exactly. How reliable can you be, especially after sitting for a year? Like, I'm sure he gained a lot of knowledge about the game. Obviously, sitting there do, doing all those interviews, watching all those games, I'm sure he gained a lot of. Um, I'm sure he gained a lot of knowledge, but I, I just don't know how good he's actually gonna be. Unfortunately, like I, I would have preferred him to stay away. Right. We'll see. I mean, if he comes back and he's balling out. You can't you can't argue. Yeah, with no, it. no. At that point, I'd be like, oh, damn. All I right. just I just personally don't think he will. I think he's gonna look slow. He might take a few hits. He'll probably get injured once. That type of thing. Yeah. But I just was this really so much of a need? Did they really need him? Of all the things that the that they need that the Dallas Cowboys like truly like just need was this one of them? And you mean to tell me that there was no one, no tight end? I mean, really, any— Well, I mean, apparently I mean, Jason just wanted to come back. Oh, 
So so he just went and talked to Jer- Jerry. Of course, and Jerry's too low, and Jerry the, will give him whatever okay. he wants. But so, there's other tight ends that they could get, and I just don't think that that's, that that's something that the Cowboys should have been focusing on in the offseason. Well, it's not like they were like, we need a tight end. Jason, please come back. It was literally – okay, so here's the quote. Yeah. Jason Witten, the fire inside me to compete and play the game is just burning too strong. This, the, this team has a great group of rising young stars, and I want to help them make a run at a championship. This was completely my decision, and I'm very comfortable with it. I'm looking forward to getting back in the dirt. Can't so they just hire him as a part of the coaching staff then? He wants to play. So he, he went to Jerry Jones, and he said, I want to play again. It's a simple. I don't. I don't think the Cowboys were saying we need a tight end and Jason Witten is the best <laughs> right. option because he's not. He's not. But this was just a legend who has played with us for 13 years wants to come back and play for us. We'll let him come play. Like I hope he's not a full. He better not be get as many snaps as he did his last. I don't think you. Um, I mean, they need to they go have, get another tight end. And if, then if have, they have another tight end, yeah, they could go sign someone and have wait and mentor him and have him come in every True. every now and then for snaps. But he cannot be like the sole focal tight end. I don't think he'll have that ability. And if he does, great. There are those in the Cowboys organization who have long considered Jason Witten an NFL head coaching candidate. Returning to football now helps serve as the bridge to Witten's coaching career. I could do. I do see him as a coach. He I could, think he'd be a better coach than a than an analyst. This could eventually he could play one or two more years while mentoring these young players. Eventually, once he again retires, can convert into that coaching role instead of in the booth, mm-hmm. and then he can eventually make into a head coach. And do you for think the Cowboys, we are, I was going to say, do you think we're looking at the next head coach at the Dallas Cowboys? Yeah, and for the longest time, I thought it was going to be Tony Romo. Like, I think he would make a great head coach. He would at least make a great defensive coordinator. But I think he's pretty comfortable in the booth. Oh my goodness, he seems yeah. to like it. Uh, so, uh, but I think Jason Witten's a great, another great option. I really do. So, I I think that's, I think that's where this is going to lead to. I think that, and, and maybe it wasn't part of the discussion, but maybe it came up in both of their minds. You know, Jerry and Jason, where they're, you know, they're thinking maybe for the future that could be a possibility. But I like it for Jason. I like it for the Cowboys. It's not like they're, you know, it's not like they're putting all their money in, you know, we got Jason Witten, we're going to win the Super Bowl. You know, it's just a good fit. It's just, hey, come back to our team, come play for us again. I think it's cool. I think it's great. It's a good story because it's hard not to respect that man and what he's done in 13 years as tight end. He's Agreed. literally old reliable. Yeah. He, he, That's what I would always call yeah. him. I never had any problems with him. Just the fact that he was a cowboy. Yeah, well, exactly. He's, <laughs> that's the fact, it. The <laughs> fact that he's got that star on his helmet. That's that's the, the, that's the only thing uh, separating him from being one of my favorite tight ends. Yeah. So, I think this is great. We'll see. We'll, we'll see how it works out. You want to know who's really happy? Who? <laughs> Dak Prescott. <laughs> He's already got Amari. He's fine. <laughs> he's got Zeke, too, so he's always fine. True. <laughs> You're right. All right, let's talk about some big news that happened today. So first, the first news that happened, Pau Gasol is getting bought out with uh, or from the San Antonio Spurs. They're doing a contract buyout, and they're doing it now so that he is eligible to play for another team in the playoffs. Because there's a cutoff for that. Or yep. if you get bought out after a certain point, you can't join a playoff team. Or you can play. Or you can play, but you can't eligible. play in the playoffs. Yeah. 
Yeah. So they, in good faith, they let him go right now so that he can join he his team. He served them well. He did. I think I, I don't know how long he's played there. I think like two or three years. Yeah. I feel like it might have three or four yeah. almost. I don't know. It's like been that. a while. Yeah. Um, but literally, I'm not even kidding, like a minute or two after I yep. got the first report. Yep, same. I got the second report from Woj added that Gasol will sign with the Eastern Conference and NBA leading, I might add, Milwaukee Bucks. I love this. I absolutely love this. Like, th- this is going to be incredible. And it, it, who was, was it Woj that said this that you showed me? Yeah, like, they, yeah, the Bucks get the one thing that is probably the one of the, the one of the only things that they're missing. Championship experience. Leadership. Al has been yeah. there. The he experience. has won it numerous times. And he's played and won those those championships with arguably one of the greatest players to ever walk the earth and play a game of basketball in Kobe Bryant. And did so under one of the greatest coaches arguably to ever walk this earth of the game of basketball, Phil Jackson. And not to mention that Pau Gasol has always been one of the greatest teammates a team could have. Yeah. And now he gets to play against his brother in the Eastern Conference Finals. This is going to be great. Wait, what? <laughs> oh. Mark's on the Raptors that's now. right. I know. That's going to be great. Uh, we were talking about this before. I We don't see him starting. No. I I think he is a perfect – I think at the point in his career right now, and again, he's a consummate teammate from everything that we know, he is the perfect guy to lead that second unit. A second unit that is still – Really good, cause you you know so. I mean, if they could easily find ways, if they want to go big, they could put him in. Right. You know, if they if they if they if they want to do that, uh, you which can, I feel like they're big anyway. Right. I mean, <laughs> you can. I mean, you could easily you could easily put Pow at the four or something, and just have him. And he still has a little bit of a stretch game to him, so you could have him be a stretch four. Put Brooke Lopez at the five. Who's a stretch five. Who's a stretch but five, right. Still, yeah. But he can still bang down low. We know what he can do. Yeah. Giannis, is, Giannis uh, takes the three. Bledsoe two. Bledsoe two? No, Bledsoe one. Brogdon two. Middleton yeah, yeah, yeah. two. Middleton two. Well, no, it's usually Bledsoe, Brogdon, Middleton, Giannis, Lopez. Bled- That's the starting run, five. Run that back again for me. Bledsoe, Brogdon, Middleton, Giannis, Lopez. Well, so- no, I mean, ten- I mean, now, if they really want to... They could they could start pal, but that line, starting lineup is good as is. Yeah. So that so I mean, that's what I'm saying. If you look at this at the second unit, you have people like Tony Snell, Nikola Miritich, mm-hmm. Ursan Ilyasova, yep. George Hill, Dante Divincenzo when he comes back, Sterling Brown, and now Pau Gasol yep. coming off the bench. Like that's incredible. While Giannis and Middleton and Bledsoe are getting their rest. Right. And if and if they want to alter, you could have you could have Brogdon come off the bench again and be that sharpshooter mm-hmm. off the bench as well. Because, I mean, a starting lineup of, of Bledsoe, Middleton, Giannis, Pau, and Lopez still sounds damn good to me. But I would argue that Pau is the perfect backup to Brooke Lopez right now. Agreed. Because they, they literally they play the same. Pau doesn't shoot as many threes, right. but he's still a stretch tall. Right. The, he's still a stretch 5-4. And, and, and Coach Bud can definitely find a way to work in. I mean, Marotich he he, doesn't even have to play the four when well, Pau yeah. comes in the second unit. has played the three. Right. So. Right, because he definitely plays like a three. Mm-hmm. I'm I I just make the argument that it 
you don't you basically never have to change your game plan if you just keep right ro or like your gameplay your your style like literally just keep rotating in Lopez and Gasol. All right, no, I'm not saying that you know? Powell should be inserted into the lineup right away. Right. I just said that Maybe the personnel like that they have, if they want to throw that in for like for, for as a if there's a specific game plan that calls for it. He easily can slot into it. That's fair. I think I'm a firm believer of if, if that lineup bang broke, do not tinker this with it. And it's one. clearly working. They lead the league. But yeah. the way Powell plays and the way that he's kept his game, he could slide in there if they want to go big. He can easily oh, go. Oh, yeah. No, he absolutely I mean, Giannis could. at the three, Powell four, Brooke five. <laughs> or you could even go Miritich at the four. Honestly, yeah. Giannis at the four, you know. Right. I mean, I mean, honestly, Giannis is positionless. You could put him really anywhere. Right. So you could throw in a Mirotic. They have the – there's so many good personnel pieces on this team where their first unit and the second unit, they can – Coach Bud can do so many different things with it. Mm -hmm. So you almost have to game plan for at least five different starting lineups that they have with the personnel on that team. There's there's a lot of different things that Budenholzer can do. Yep, and I think giving him these kind of weapons is gonna be. Say, it's gonna be he good. has the he's got the keys to the Lamborghini now. Now he's got to now he's just got to take it. I really do think this pushes us. You know, uh, the Raptors kind of edged it pretty close. It was mm -hmm. I, I think it was pretty head to head with the Bucks once they got Gasol at the trade deadline, and maybe even pushed them a little ahead of us as far as playoff, like. Playoff ability, being yeah. able, you know, uh, winning. And, and the Raptors have been there numerous exactly. times in the last Kawhi. few years. He's and, obviously and a Kawhi, finals MVP. Of course, yeah. But I think this adds to the Bucks, and we're if if we're not neck and neck with them anymore yeah, again, we're I think we're back the way I look at it, them. they have a better bench than the Phillies. I think we're not the Phillies. Oh, the Sixers. Coach, the, I yeah, they, have, they have a better bench than the than the Sixers. Yes, they are much more together and united than Boston. True, and I just think talent wise. There's much more widespread talent on this team than the Raptors have. Not just not knocking the Raptors because they have a lot of good players as well. One of them being a Finals MVP. There's so much widespread talent on the Bucks in comparison to the Raptors, where I think they're a wee bit top heavy. This team very well should, to the point where I will list it as it is. It will be a seasonal failure if they do not make it to the Eastern Conference Finals and at least make it a series. I, it has become – this move makes it inexcusable for them to not make the Eastern Conference Finals. I would argue it would be a failure if we don't make it to the, the Finals. That can be argued, yeah. That can, mo that can most definitely be argued. We've been the best team in the league arguably all year. Yeah. Like, we've been towards the top all season. Yeah. So And this move today pretty much just cements that. Mm -hmm. It's I don't want to say NBA Finals are bust because this, I don't think this team's going to go anywhere after no, this season. No, 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 no. But – they better be knocking on the finals door exactly. by the time it gets to June. I agree. Um, we definitely have a great shot to do it this year. Mm -hmm. I, I really do. I I love the team that we have. I really do. It's it's become a good team, and I think it's all, you know, as much as we talk about on the court, like off the court, he's just going to be phenomenal for that team. Like game preparation yep. once we get late in the season, mm -hmm. how to how to deal with these big games. And not changing your rituals, all that kind yep. of stuff. Traveling, seven game series. I mean, it's going to be. That's this is the best ac uh, ac uh, acquisition they could have possibly made. Yeah. Trade deadline or not, this was the best one. It it's going to be awesome. Um, one last thing that I want to talk about. Yeah, this is going to be it. a shorter show. 
Kyler Murray is Had going. A hell of a combine. He's going to meet with the Cardinals. They have a meeting set up. I don't know how I feel about that. Have and we we've just ta- we've up on Rosen already. We've talked. We've talked about this where they could draft Murray and trade Rosen somewhere, or which true. in my mind trade him to. New York. Uh, New York for Odell. That's always been the the deal in my mind. Obviously, more pieces on each end, but that'd be the core of the deal. I don't, uh, I don't, I don't know if they should just give up on a number one pick like that. No, because last season, I mean, last season was just so catastrophically bad. It wasn't, it wasn't Josh Rosen's fault that no. quite literally that coaching staff had no idea what they were doing. Yeah. Notice when they canned them all. They played like an actual football team. Okay. Like they actually game planned. They, they came a- in and won at Lambeau. Right. Like they actually knew how to play a football. Mm-hmm. They actually knew to play to the strengths of, of their personnel. They actually knew how to exploit the weaknesses of the other team. Mm-hmm. It is not Josh Rosen's fault that half the season he had a coaching staff that has no business even coaching a high school team. Mm-hmm. It's not his fault. So we can't give up on him at that point. Because if we're gonna give up on him for that, how many how many rookie quarterbacks or yeah rookie quarterbacks at the time who are going into the sophomore seasons should we have given up on? Mm-hmm. By that rule, the Bears should have just quit on Trubisky. By that uh, by that rule, we the Jets should already be giving up mm-hmm. on uh on I'm sorry Darnold on Darnold. The Bills should be giving up should be giving up on yeah Allen. On, on 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 Allen. Josh Allen, yeah. You know, there's so many cases where we're just gonna blame the quarterback for legitimately everything that isn't his fault and i think in this in this circumstance if you want if you're even thinking about doing this you need to be damn sure that the that the new guy that you're bringing in is going to be considerably better than what your guy is right now if you don't know that for sure right that he will be better then there's a lot of risk that goes into it. Oh my goodness, yeah. Whether whether or not you get an Odell Beckham Jr. or not out of that trade, you could get a different player in that number one spot mm-hmm. and keep your quarterback. Like there there's so many risks that goes into this. And I I personally don't know. I'm very high on Kyler Murray. I want him As in Jacksonville. I, yep. I just don't know like we don't know what Rosen is yet. Like, we really don't know who he is yet, and there's no guarantee that Kyler Murray is going to be a better quarterback than Rosen. I think he can be. I think he very much can be. I think Rosen could stay at this level and ultimately peter out of the NFL, and Murray could become Russell Wilson. Like, there's all that potential. But there's also potential that Murray comes in, and the and the uh, critics are right. He He's too small. He can't make these throws, all, the, all that stuff. And then Rosen, you know, ends up jumping up. There's all those possibilities. So I don't know if there's enough certainty in Kyler Murray to make that deal. Exactly. I I think Cardinals are just going to have to – you're going to have to play the hand that you dealt yourself (laughs) by drafting Rosen last year. You just got to keep playing with that. Build around the guy that you've already, like, picked. Like, don't don't just change your mind after one year because this guy decided to play football. I think they need to go for something else. Plus, I'm a little biased because I want him to drop to seven. <laughs> but that's a whole nother deal. But, I, yeah, I don't know. I 
I thought that that I thought that they had kind of shut down those rumors, and then all of a sudden they're right back now where he's setting up this deal. And Kuiper, I think Kuiper had him at the number one pick in one of his latest drafts. I don't know. It'll be interesting, but yeah, that's all I got. That's really all I got too. That's all yeah. we got. Yeah. We kind of. We'll talk a little we kinda bit. T- we kind of tore through those. We did tear through those a little bit. Uh, I also noticed that my voice is like gone from last night. <laughs> I was yelling. Um, you were yelling. I literally <laughs> was standing right there and ha- and hearing Tom basically scream. That's just Tom, though. <laughs> um, yeah. No, yeah. I I think. We'll leave a little bit to talk about in the next. If we talk about too much, then we run out of stuff to talk about the next time. Mm-hmm. So we're going to leave a little bit to talk about next time. Eventually, we will do our MLB predictions. Mm-hmm. I think next time we can talk about the combine. Mm-hmm. We can get we can get going on that. Eventually, we will do a mock draft. We are going to do that. We are, we are each separately going to do a one-round mock draft. Okay. And we're going to see how – we're going to track them and see how like, – which one is more accurate. All I right. think that's gonna be fun. Is the next episode gonna be the standing prediction? Should we just should we should we knock that out? Might as well record on Sunday. Yeah. Mm, Monday maybe. Monday. Yeah, we yeah. Let's say that. Next next one will be standing prediction. Oh yay! And then if we need to, we can talk about the combine. If not, we can push that off till later. Yeah. <laughs> later cool. date. Cool me. All right. Well, that's what we're talking about next time, Connor. Take us out. Hell yeah. First round KO. Catch us on Anchor and iTunes. We still on that. That's very fun. God, I love Anchor, by the way. I really do. Um, Twitter. Find us at FRKO Podcast. Follow Kyle at Olsen2K18. Follow myself at Connormore underscore seven. And it's officially baseball season, so please give us a follow at Here We Go Yelich. Links in the description. Oh. It's that time. We even updated the picture and everything. I love it. It's a it. new season. It's a, I love it. Here we go, Yelich, baby. Oh, my goodness. This is a great baseball season. I love it. Until next time. We will see you when we shock the system since day one-ish. Chap lips and my jacket unzipped. Been getting chilly. Who we kidding? About as cold as my wrist. Got me down in the fifth. Got me drowning in indecisions. Genie, I'm full of wishes. Still can't help with the disposition. I'm just a young college kid with all the privilege. Trust beyond belief. So catch me storming through the villages. Keep an image of Priscilla with the J. Dilla Dilla. Need another dollar. Dollar in Manila. So vanilla with a swirl. Let the blade run. Tongue drip sliced down the middle of our nation. Heebie-jeebies, we already had this conversation. Kept me busy since day one. Accusations. Pockets gained a little weight like my ex-bitch. Still the only bricks that I've been stacking been in Tetris. Never measure up because we've been on a different metric. And I don't give a fuck about who the next I fill the is. hole in my soul with Palace and Preen logos. Acid wash jeans, the Vans and the Ralph Polo. Burnt like my tongue after sipping some hot cocoa. I just want to jump from the top and fly solo. Fill the hole in my soul with Palace and Preen logos. Acid wash jeans, the Vans and the Ralph Polo. Burnt like my tongue after sipping some hot cocoa. I just want to jump from the top and fly solo.